Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Wow, great to be on tonight. Glory be to God. I hope everyone is doing well. Glory to God. Good evening. Hallelujah. I think people are still tuning in, logging on. Welcome, welcome. I can see Charmaine already. First one in from Trinidad. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let us know where you're tuning in from. What is everyone doing tonight? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see people already putting in their um, prayer requests. Yeah, please do. Please put your prayer requests in. Let us know where you're tuning in from. We'll definitely, definitely be going through them. Absolutely. And praying with you and for you and just really praying people will, you know, um, grow in faith tonight. That faith will be released today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we've got people tuning in literally from all over the country, all over the UK, all over various places in Europe and around the nations of the world. Yeah, do comment below. Let us know what you're up to. Let us know how your day has been and let us know your town, your city, your country. Let us know exactly where you are tuning in from as we greet some of you tonight in the name of Jesus. Finland. We'll be coming to Finland soon. Is it next month? Yeah. Like yes, literally. we shall be in Finland in May. So we look forward to being there. I see someone tuned in from South Africa, from Jamaica. Blessings, blessings. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Wow, God is so, so good. We serve a wonder-working God. Wow. Thank you, Lisa. Janet from Buffalo, New York. Blessings to you. Brother Diego from Milton Keynes. Blessings to you as well. Someone from Mauritius, Princess Jaya. Bless you. We have, um, who else? We've got West Sussex, Trinidad, Camilla from Norway. Bless you, Camilla. We hope you are doing well. Welcome. That's one of our online Pragma members. We've got a yeah. lot of people who you don't actually come to us in person, but you are online followers. You follow us week in, week out. We have a um, very loyal following. We've got Lisa. She's another online member. So, you know, I really felt that today I wanted to encourage people, those people that you've been on the live stream every week and you, you know, you appreciate the ministry that we have and you yeah. may not have a church we want to encourage you you know become a, a, a member even of pragma church if you don't have a church you're more than welcome to be an online member no absolutely you know i've seen emails and messages come in from people from canada that mm. are joining like every single week every single people week. from different parts of the world that are joining it and even though they are not in the country they're not in the town they're not in the building they are part of the online church community. Yeah. So we still consider them members, isn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah. Definitely. You know, we thank God for social media, the power of social media. And obviously the word says, you know, don't forsake the gathering of the saints. So, you know, we first foremost really believe in your local church in the sense of not the one closest to your home, but your church that you're a part of, that you fellowship in. Uh, but if you cannot get to a fellowship, then maybe not have one near you. If you feel connected to Pragma, that that's where you got to come to receive the fire. You you do what you got to do. Amen. You do what you got to do. You got to tune in. Hallelujah. 
And I do want to say, do share this broadcast as well. Share the link with someone. Share it on your WhatsApp. Share it on your Facebook, on your social media platforms. Do share it. We want to reach as many people as possible tonight. We've got people joined. And I've seen messages from Dubai, from Guyana, Sweden. There are so many nations on tonight. This is phenomenal. Bless you, Claudette from Luton, Bedfordshire. Brother Andre, blessings to you. Lots of love to you. B from Suffolk, bless you. Alison from London. Wow, amazing. Amazing to have everyone on tonight. Praise God. Well, do let us know, you know, where you are tuning in from, if you haven't commented below. I've seen a few comments saying no sound. Can... Can you hear us okay? Do comment below if you can hear us or if there are any issues. Do check. That would be great. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Portugal tuned in. I see Hanwell. Ealing. I was raised in Ealing, so... Okay, brother... To my Ealing people. Brother Anthony is saying, yes, loud and clear. Glory to God. I like that. Good. Sebastiano, great to have you on, sir. Blessings to you. We've got Dewey watching from Poland. Bless you. Is it Dewey or Guy? I don't know. Oh, he looks like a guy, so we'll just <laughs> call him a guy. Praise the we Lord. Can, yes, we can ear, someone wrote. We can ear you. Jordan, are you watching from Italy or are you watching from the UK, brother Jordan? No issues. <laughs> Sound answers. is fine. Okay, glory to God. Glory to Couldn't God. Couldn't get it on Facebook. You know, sometimes switch it on, switch it off. Sometimes it's your phone. It's like peop things get it wrong. The social media will be wrong. The internet will be wrong. Somebody did a Google search on you today, didn't they? And they're saying you grew up in a Sikh family, which you didn't. The internet lies. Listen, I've someone's put up an article of... Apparently, I was in a Sikh family, and someone's put up a video that's gone viral. That's gone viral, <laughs> saying I was you used a, to be an ISIS member, a Muslim extremist. No, I I have not had any Islam in my know. family or anything like that. I wonder so. if they did that to make the nah. video go viral because it did. Is a video of you preaching in um, Hyde Park on the streets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've put ex-Muslim, no, ex-ISIS leader, <laughs> ex-Muslim turns to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> to Christ and preaches. Um, uh, I don't know if they did it to get it viral, but hey, it got the gospel out there. But praise the Lord, you didn't used to be a member of ISIS. No, 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 not at all. Just to clarify, so Hallelujah. Uh, AI can record that on the internet. Yeah. Jordan says, I'm back in beautiful Bedfordshire. You're back yeah. in the Holy Land, Brother Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Glory it's to God. Been lovely today, really. Bless you, Paul from Tunbridge, Wales. Bless you. David Solomon putting loads of laughing emojis. You're either getting hit with the Holy Spirit or you're actually laughing one or the other. Bless you, Jackie. Bless you, Aaron from Akragana. Janet is saying devil is a liar. Absolutely. We Amen. agree with you there, madam. Come on. And where is he? He's under your feet. Come That's on, a powerful you gotta stop your feet sometimes. The devil is a liar. I teach my daughter that. I say, where is he? She goes, Oh, he's no, he's under your feet feet Hallelujah. don't let the devil mess with you i feel the gift of faith today whatever way you come on this live stream you're gonna leave another way in jesus mighty name hi kingdom power you seem to um tune into us on your drive 
On Wednesdays, M6 Southbound, we pray clear roads for you. Amen. We pray your evening blessed. We pray Hallelujah. that we entertain you and that the Spirit of the Lord touches you. Well, you just said something powerful there. And one of my favorite scriptures is actually Romans chapter 16, verse 20. Mm -hmm. Should we go there? Let's go there. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Romans chapter 16, verse 20. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This is powerful. We're just going to share the scriptures, but you can carry on engaging and commenting and so forth. Yeah, continue letting us know where you're tuning in from. Hi, Florida. Hi, Fiji. Romans chapter 16, verse 20 says this. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet mm. shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Mm. Now, what I love about this scripture, it says he's a peaceful God. Mm. He's the Prince of Shalom. He is a peaceful God. You know, shalom means perfect peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Yeah, and it actually means wholeness in every area. You know, it means to be prosperous. You know, shalom is such a powerful word in the Hebrew. And this scripture is saying, he's a peaceful God. He's the God of peace. He's the God of peace. But nonetheless, he's going to crush Satan. So he's peaceful, but he's going to crush Satan. Mm. Just because, you know, I'm just using this as an example right now. Just because we as Christians are meant to love people doesn't mean that love is meant to look like a Hollywood kind of love. Yeah. Just because something is announced or something is written, how we interpret, read and I guess receive that word in its right context matters. Mm. Now, the God of peace, he's a peaceful God, but that doesn't mean he's not going to crush someone. Are you listening to me? I know that sounds quite strong. He's a peaceful God, but he's going to crush Satan. Yeah. You know, the beautiful thing about us as Christians, we know the end of the storybook. Yeah. Hallelujah. Satan is going from hell into the lake of fire. Yeah. And this is why I say Christians should never fall into the trap of depression. Amen. Because depression will really suck the life out of you. Mm. Depression will zap you of hope. It will really try to remove the Zoe life of God mm. out of you. That's what the spirit and demon of depression would do. And there's only one person that should be depressed. And that person is actually Satan himself. Mm. Because Satan's days are numbered. Let me carry on reading this scripture. The God of peace, so he's a peaceful God, he will crush Satan under your feet shortly. So this is what I want to touch on for a moment. If God wants to get rid of Satan, he can do it like this. Look at me. He could do it like this. Just with a click of his finger. If mm. God wants to get rid of Satan, he just needs to flick him like that. Mm -hmm. And Satan will be destroyed. 
it's an honour and a privilege for God to use the child of God to trample over demonic forces, over sin, and over the power of the enemy. So when the Christian walks in his God-given sonship and his inherited authority, it's actually an honour and a privilege because God can actually destroy Satan himself. But God chooses to humiliate the enemy through his children. That's beautiful. That's powerful. Remember, we're made in the image of God. We are the representatives of Christ. Mm. Now, Jesus represents us before the Father. Jesus is your high priest. He is your advocate. He is your lawyer. And we are called ambassadors of Christ. We are representatives of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We are the embodiment of Christ. Christ in a body. That's me and you on the earth. Just as Jesus represents us before the Father, it is our responsibility as the body of Christ to represent Jesus on the earth before sin, the world, the unbeliever, and even in the presence of the unbelievers. And it's actually an honour and a privilege that God would use us and use every one of us as his weapons we're like weapons in the hands of the lord are you listening to me the god of peace so he's a peaceful god will crush satan under your feet shortly i mean i just love that because satan is the one whose days are numbered the christian should never be depressed the christian should never allow themselves to be oppressed Mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong everyone goes through tough times everyone goes through wilderness seasons but and you have bad days you know everyone has that day where they just feel like gosh lord i need you right now you know that's just real talk Mm. however a spirit-filled blood-washed tongue-talking devil rebuking christian Mm. should never be in a place of defeatism yeah you know but yeah gone no it's so good because like yeah it's okay to have a bad day but it doesn't have to be that way yeah it's more that we should have a bad moment where Mm. it's like we're feeling like maybe you're feeling that sense of oppression maybe you're feeling that sense of depression maybe you just have a bit of anxiety but it should be that thing that as a christian it's like no and like what we're saying now is this encouragement that the God of peace, like Amen. he's a righteous God, mm. he will crush Satan under your feet shortly. That he's telling us we have the victory. Amen. We have the authority. Like he said, every time something happens, we could just say, God, God. And he could say, okay, don't worry here. I'm on my way. But no, God has given us this delegated authority Hallelujah. that we have with our God-given mouths. There's Amen. so much power in the words that we speak. You got to speak into the atmosphere. You got to speak to your body. You got to speak to your situation. You got to speak into the atmosphere. Come on now. That I may be feeling like this now, but I take authority over this right now. And I love how you were touching on the the word peace. Um, it is like you said the the, the um, Hebrew word shalom, um, and that word perfect peace. It's um, perfect peace well-being all necessary good all spiritual prosperity freedom from fear agitation 
um, freedom from moral conflict, and that shalom is to be completely perfect wow. and completely full. Like you said, That's nothing good. missing, nothing Very broken. Good. So a few synonyms I've got is it's complete peace, mm. feeling of contentment, completeness, wholeness, well-being, harmony, health, wow. welfare, safety. Often when the enemy comes, he tries to bring fear, but you just need to ask the Lord for his peace. You know, wow. it says in Philippians 4, verses 4 to 6, you know, pray um, and the Lord will fill you with his peace. You know, it says, be anxious for nothing. So that's where you get safety, soundness, soundness of mind. For God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, mm. of love, and a sound mind. That's good. Tranquility, prosperity, perfectness, fullness, rest. Hallelujah. Harmony, absence of agitation, absence of discord, completely perfect, nothing missing, nothing broken. So, so I love that. It's even reading that and speaking that already i feel so much peace it's wow. like you sometimes you've got to encourage yourself you have to remind yourself yeah, the devil steep. comes remember the devil shouts God whispers. Mm, the devil does this he tries to give you symptoms he tries to you know remind you of what's going wrong but Amen. then the lord whispers that's it on what's going wrong absolutely and, that word, and that's what we have to hold on amen to. that's a good word satan screams mm. and he screams guilt yeah. shame condemnation reminding you of your past reminding you of your imperfections reminding you of your disqualifications this is why i want to encourage you watching right now don't allow yourself to meditate upon the things that disqualify you yeah. your past the bad days the weekdays you know i mean when you mentioned about you know you have bad days right and I want to encourage people to say this, that bad day doesn't necessarily determine the rest of your week. Yeah. It doesn't determine the rest of your month. It doesn't determine 2023. Just because you had one bad day, and even if you could have done things better, you could have been more, I guess, committed to God, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so important to realize that the righteous man may fall seven times, mm -hmm. but he will get up again. Just brush yourself. Yeah, that's it. Just brush yourself up and just, mm. you know, move on forward. Yeah. And just to um, clarify, we're not saying I have bad days. Like, I'll be honest. Um, I feel I live a very blessed life. And like what I said is you may have a bad day, but it doesn't have to be that way. So, for example, there may be times and I start might feel a bit stressed because remember, those feelings yeah. are normal, you know, because you are in this realm, in this realm, in this world. But it doesn't have to be that way. So even though you may feel stressed, there may be anxiety, you can't entertain that. So when you start recognizing, hey, maybe I'm feeling a bit fearful, maybe mm. I'm feeling a bit of anxiety, whatever it is, as I said, they are emotions and they're normal. But just because it's entering your day, it doesn't mean it has to be that way. What can you do? You can take authority over your emotions because remember, we live by faith and not by sight. We don't live by our emotions. We live by faith. Amen. And I'm not condemning you if you do suffer with depression, if you do have a lot of days where you feel oppressed, but that's why we're here today. We Amen. are here today to give you an injection of faith, an injection of hope. All week, we've been talking about how we felt the gift of faith. Amen. Like I have felt such a strong sense of the gift of faith. 
Well, I'm really believing God for people for jobs. I really felt such a strong yeah. word on jobs. And even oppression, want to take authority over those those mental torment, that mental battles that people are going through. And as we're going through the word, I believe even just through the reading of the scripture, the washing of the mind, the renewing of the mind, people are going to get set free. Oppressions are going to Hallelujah. Come. Amen. That's a good word. And, you know, you mentioned the gift of faith and how we've been in a place of believing God for you know things to happen whether that's people to be healed people mm -hmm. to be set free people to receive supernatural provision Miracles. the theme as a church that we've been holding on to the word of the lord for 2023, for 2023 that god gave us is that this year, this is the year. of the manifestation Twenty twenty three is the year of the manifestation you may say manifestation of what manifestation of the promise yes. That which the Lord has promised, this year we are believing God, it shall manifest. Some of you are going to be married by the end of this year. I'm prophesying to someone right now. Because 2023 is the year of the manifestation. Some of you are going to be supernaturally healed by God. Why? Because this year, 2023, we are believing is the year of the manifestation. Come on somebody, if you agree with me, type Amen below. Some of you are going to be set free from those depressive demons this year. Why? Because it's 2023 and 2023 is the year of the manifestation. Listen, some of you are going to have babies before this year is finished. Amen. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because we are believing that 2023 is going to be the year of the manifestation. If you agree with me, type amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just want to read this comment out. There's a couple of comments here that really just, just sort of got my attention. I think they're saying the live stream has cut. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm still trying to find it because people are still saying amen. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's cut. I think YouTube's cut, but I think Facebook is still live. Oh, okay, I think we're still live on Facebook. Well, we'll just carry on. Yeah. Looks like there's a few um, signal issues right now, but we're just going to carry on. Yeah, bless you guys. I think YouTube have lost it, but Facebook, tune in. So all is well. Unless we can try and get back on YouTube somehow, that would be but great. still commenting from YouTube. So okay. Something's happening anyway. Something is happening. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yeah, one of the comments I was looking at, which really touched me, someone commented this. I've been getting hit with depression on Sundays after church. I thought it was a sign to leave, but realized it could be opposition from the devil. I have a lot of questions about that. So yes, you should not be leaving church and feeling depressed. But I would question what church are you going to as well? Mm. You know, what word are they preaching? If they're preaching law and condemnation, religion, the spirit of religion, you are going to leave feeling heavy. Uh, but if you are in a truthful Bible believing, you know, teaching um, church, you shouldn't be feeling that way. So yes, obviously the devil um, will try and oppress you. Um, but you shouldn't be leaving church feeling depressed. So if anything, when you're leaving church, you should be feeling full of faith. You should be feeling encouraged. 
so you know you really want to pray are you in the right church so you know obviously it's it's relative you know there are times when the law um the enemy will you know come and attack you in that sense um but yeah you want to make sure you're in the right church that you want to be in yeah absolutely and we just want to encourage you dear brother that wrote that you don't have to struggle you don't have yeah. to stay in that place you know we can believe god that you know by the power in the name of jesus christ of nazareth you can be totally set free set free in your mind in your emotional health your mental health your physical well-being we believe god for wholeness in every area in jesus mighty name hallelujah I want to carry on talking on this scripture for a few more moments. Romans chapter 16, verse 20. So if you have your Bibles, do head over to Romans chapter 16, verse 20. We're going to stay in that portion of scripture just for the next few moments at least. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly hallelujah so every single person watching right now i just want to encourage you you know your feet hmm. your feet satan will be crushed under your feet you Amen. may say how how is satan going to be crushed under my feet listen when temptation comes and you're able to conquer that thing satan has been crushed under your feet when Satan comes to remind you of your past, go back to doing the old things that you used to do, the ungodly things you used to do. And when you refuse to take the bait, that is Satan being crushed under your feet. When you've been given a negative report by the doctor and you choose to believe the word of God over the negative report, that is Satan being crushed under your feet. I want to encourage every person watching right now. The scripture says, Satan will be crushed under your feet. Hallelujah. That's powerful. So, you know, I just want to say that the Christian should not suffer in silence. The Christian should not be isolated. Mm -hmm. The Christian should not hang around the wrong people. The, this is all fuel to the fire. For that depression and oppression to really increase and get worse. So if you're a Christian, do not isolate yourself. Get around spirit-filled Christians. Get around those that can steer the ship. Those that can disciple you and guide you. God. Yeah, those that are on fire for God, absolutely. And doing the things of God. Yeah, Amen, amen. Mm. The fire scares Satan. Mm. You know, the fire scares him. The fire of the Holy Spirit scares him. So when a Christian is really on fire for God, it really does do damage to the kingdom of darkness. It really does. And um, th that word crush um, in the Greek is um, it's a word, suntribo. And it's the word where he says that the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. It, it's that word that means trample upon Break into pieces, wow. shatter, bruise, grind down. So if you think of like pottery, if you were to like smash a clay pot or a vase and you were to keep on grinding it and it just turn into powder, that is what the Lord will do through you. 
trample upon, break into pieces, shatter, bruise, grind down, smash, that our victory is a continuation of Jesus Christ's victory. Amen. We are continuing in the victory Amen. that Jesus Christ has because it says, you know, Jesus made a public spectacle of the enemy. He was bruised. He bruised the head of the serpent at Calvary. Um, so I want to encourage you. You have, we have all authority over the demonic powers and principalities of the age. Um, you have the victory. And it's so powerful that the Lord will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Now, how will the Lord crush the enemy under your feet? He will use you. Now, does that mean I just get up right now and start running around my room and start stomp, 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 stomp? Now, that is how I teach my six-year-old daughter. I tell her that. But remember, these are spiritual principles. Listen, if all I had to do was stomp my feet, I would become a marathon runner and I would have no issues with the enemy. But no, it's not about the physical. It's about the spiritual. So how do I crush the enemy under my feet in the spirit realm? I have to become a man or woman of prayer. It's good. You Very have good. to have a lifestyle of prayer. You need to know the word of God. You have to know scriptures. When you're mm. facing certain things, if you've got anxiety, what scriptures do you turn to? If there's fear, what scriptures do you turn to? If you're believing for healing, what scriptures are you believing on standing on? I you know, know, someone comes to me and they say, oh, you know, I'm believing something. I will combine my faith with them. I'll pray for them. But I will challenge you. What scriptures are you standing on? That's good. What word are you standing on to believe God for your promise? So that Lord will use you, but it's not just you running around. The Lord, the Lord will use you to crush the enemy under your feet by becoming the man or woman of God that God is calling you to be. You Amen. walking in your destiny, knowing who you are as a daughter, as a son of God, as a woman of God, as a man of God. When you open your mouth and you speak into the atmosphere, the atmosphere will shift. The moment you open your mouth to pray, listen, this is why do not come against speaking in tongues. Praying in tongues is so powerful. It's such a mighty weapon. You know what I love? When I pray in tongues, I see the enemy screaming. I see him screaming where it's like, it, to him, it's like nails being scratched on a chalkboard. He cannot stand it when a child of God walks in their authority. He cannot stand it when they pray in tongues. He cannot stand it when they speak the word of God. And he cannot stand it when they get a revelation of the word of God. And more so when they get a revelation of who they are. In Hallelujah. the spirit realm. When you powerful. have the word of God in you and you release, it's That's powerful. That's powerful. So good. I'm just receiving that. I, I, and I believe that. When I was praying, I was praying before the stream. I felt the Lord just saying that people are going to really receive a, an impartation of the gift of faith today. Wow. That faith is your your faith level is going to go to another level. And I want to encourage you, whatever you're believing God for, if you're believing God for jobs, you're believing God for breakthrough, if you are going through a struggle, uh, whatever it is, I, I want to stand with you together. We want to stand with you Amen. and believe God for your breakthrough. I want to believe God for your miracle. 
I had one testimony come through this week. Obviously, we believe in the blessing. I believe that it is God's will that we be blessed. And um, one, we we teach on spirit uh, on financial stewardship. You know, on stewarding your finances and giving it over to God. Yeah. We believe in the power of the tithe. We believe in being in covenant with God concerning your finances. And one dear lady in the church, she started tithing this week. She, I remember she was saying, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to start tithing. And she tithed. And that same week, say that same week, she got double what she tithed received to us supernaturally. And because the Lord says in Malachi 3, try me in this. God says, try me when it comes to your finances and I'll show you that I am the God who is your source. I am the God who's, wow. who is your provider. I am Jehovah Jireh, not your bank, not your your employer. Listen, God will bless you more than what your employer ever could. Amen. So um, I want to encourage you. You know, she stepped out in faith and yeah. she saw... Powerful. A harvest on that which she has sown, and that's just the beginning. That's powerful. I look forward to praying tonight mm. because I feel like there are people that are on the broadcast tonight that will receive a shift in their life, whether Amen. that's in their physical body, whether that's in their finances, whether that's in whatever wilderness they are in, there is going to be a shift. Mm. Yeah. And I feel specifically for jobs, I really feel the gift of faith for jobs. And I believe it for this week. I really, really feel that whilst we've been talking and praying this week, but, and I'll tell you why, because God wants his children blessed and it is God's will that you work. You know, a lot of people, you know, I remember there was a season uh, when I was young and um, I was young in the Lord as well. I was physically young. Uh, I didn't have a job. And I remember getting on a bus and being like, Lord, I believe you to pay for my bus ticket. I'd wow. go into the supermarket. Lord, I believe. And bless me in my ignorance. That was baby Christianity. And what happened? Did you get on the bus or? <laughs> I got on the bus in faith. I just imagined you just walking up to the bus there and just like. Walking back off. <laughs> Well, I just imagined you just like walking in faith, praying. Like, what happened? Lord, what happened? <laughs> I think. <laughs> Do you want the true story? I think I got on and then I got back off. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, look, the thing about God is. I have to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. But no, that doesn't mean that that's insignificant. No. Because the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please it's God. It's true. And with God, sometimes it's not necessarily about the thing coming into fruition straight away. Sometimes it's about God seeing your obedience in faith. Yeah. And, you know, I did step up. But I think as well, and this is what I like to teach people, is it's not about you um, believing God for to live from miracle to miracle. We're called yeah, to live in good. the blessing where now... In the name of Jesus, I can get on a bus and I can pay for the whole bus for all their tickets. Hallelujah. But well, you know, pay, if, pay for me as well, my love. Oh, listen, I, I'll bless you whatever you want, baby. <laughs> I, I get God. it for you. Hallelujah. Um, but that's God's will. You know, God is so good to us. There have been times where even when we were married, when we first got married, we had mm. our daughter. We couldn't afford nothing. Like there were times like we had 50 pounds shop for the whole month. Like I think of that now and I think, oh my gosh, like how would we survive on a 50 pound shop? But God did it. 
you know, and I, I love even with you, when you proposed, you proposed to me in faith, like it was a oh, tiny yeah, yeah. ring, this tiny diamond, but it was all you had at the That's time. It. The thing is, I was on student loan. Yeah. And the thing is, though, I knew I needed to propose to you because I wanted to do things the right way. You wanted to be in covenant. I remember that conversation exactly. we had. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I came back from, was it, I came back from my mission trip. I went to India and I remember I came back and we were on those hills do you remember? I remember and yeah. I remember you talking to me and it was like you felt this urgency and it's like you hadn't proposed yet but you'd said like yeah. I want to be in covenant with you and you were just talking about how much you want to commit and that was so beautiful and then obviously a few Amen. months later you stepped out and you did it absolutely and God honors that yeah. and that's what that is isn't it is God honors when we honor him and we want to do it his way so don't know how we got onto all of this. I pray you're being blessed by this. But come on, you know, we want to grow in and faith. I, I did replace the engagement ring yes. as well. Just, 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 Amen. Come on. Just for the record. Do you want to? You know, I don't know if we, you can zoom got, in. You, know, you need to change my camera. So, there we go. I don't know if you can see. It's beautiful. You can't see it properly, but hey, it's uh, beautiful. Just, just for the record, just if like people yes. are thinking... Did Pastor just leave her with that little <laughs> ring that he got with his student loan? No, God is good. You, when we, God blessed us, and you come blessed on somebody. Me. Amen. So, wives, you better start praying for the blessing to come on your husband. We're blessed to be a blessing, isn't it? And that he becomes generous, because some Amen. of your husbands they need to be generous too, which you are very generous. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the husbands it. say, "Oh no," or say, "Amen." All the husbands said, "Amen." No, come on. And if you can't, then you got to start believing God for your finances. Grow in faith. Amen. Mm. Come on, guys. Come on. Some of you, you're believing to get married this year. You husbands and wives, you got to start believing God for your marriage, for the rings and all that stuff. You have to start believing for it all. But, you know, at the same time, don't just wait and wait and wait to get that free carrot free ring or whatever. Now. Come you know, on, if come you've on. got a little, get a little cheap ring just to be in covenant, the most important thing is covenant. Preach it. Right? The most important thing is to be right. So don't just be like, oh, I want to wait until I get a house. I want to wait until I get a nice ring. So many and then in, in, and in, in between that, 15 month period the enemy's got in and You're there's no engaged. there's no marriage happening at all it's so, so true. It's you know so true. if you yeah. gotta get a little harry bow ring you get a harry get, get whatever you need to get but just propose glory to god come to pastor daniel and just ask him <laughs> he'll bless you <laughs> no but you yeah, know what that's that, such we'll, a, we'll help you hallelujah that's such a good point you're making though because Bless, I, I hear the heart in it when we speak to certain people, when men specifically, but a lot of them with good intention, they say, oh, you know, I want to have my mortgage. I want to get my finances right. I need my credit score to improve. I want to have my car. I want to, I want to be a provider and then I'll propose and then we'll look at all that. But one of the greatest things I believe, well, believe, but I even thank God for is that we just did it. Mm, I on. was 22. We were 20. I was 21 when we got engaged, and we was 22 when I when we got married. That's young, and it was super young, young. and it was quick. But we knew that the Lord was telling us to do oh, this, really? and we didn't have nothing. Mm. I remember when we got married, when we were planning to get married, I had this little board and every day we just had to believe God for provision to come in because yeah. we did not know how we were going to pay for stuff, where stuff was going to come from the Lord provided. And what I love that's so beautiful is we've grown together. 
is that we didn't have all the finances together in the beginning, but together we've built this family. We've mm. built this life. We've got a beautiful daughter. We've got our home. We've got all these cars now, which it's not about the materialistic things, but hello, you need a car and you need a good car. And I like my heated seats and I'm not ashamed of it. I like my car. I like your car too. I'm claiming it when he's done with it. Amen. Sorry. <laughs> I got my I eyes on your about that, car. my love. <laughs> But, I'll give you a lift though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could be my chauffeur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, but all jokes aside, and we've now built together, we've grown in faith together. Like we know now how to pray for finances. You know, we've been without, we've been with, and it's much better when you're well, with. Yeah. You know, thank God for the mm. grace of God. Yeah. You know, because it's not been a perfect journey. Mm. You know, we've had to grow. You know, if you're getting married in your early 20s, yeah. That's not easy. I had to grow through things. Yeah. I had to, do you know what I mean? There was certain things that we had to grow through. Mm -hmm. So this is why I can only give glory to our Lord and Savior. Yeah. You know, it's by his grace that we are what we are and we have what we have. Everything we are and have is really a testament to his mercy and his grace, really. And, and I believe that one of the keys to a successful marriage is when you can, and, and this isn't just for Christians, this works in the secular world, but mm. I really believe that the key to a successful marriage is when two people continually want to grow. When you're continually wanting to improve yourself That's and you're willing word. to grow, you don't just stay where you're at, you grow. And then you grow through and you grow together because you're so right. Um, and when you say we're not perfect, we haven't had any moral failures by the grace of God in Jesus name. And we never oh, will. Um, but obviously, you know, when you're young and you're growing, you know, you first get married, you know, we used to argue. Like when oh, we first sure. got together, arguments would get loud and there'd be a lot of shouting and you say a lot of stuff that you don't mean. And I'll be honest, I think within the first six months, I was like, nah, not having it didn't like it i hate anger i hate arguments i really think it's such against the fruits of the spirit because you know love has self-control love is patient love is kind love counts no wrongs and i just didn't feel that we should tolerate that in our marriage and i refused Absolutely. to sorry i did not get married at 22 years old to have a life sentence of when you're in bed and you know you, you know them ones when like he's taken the blanket off you and you're just lying there. And because you're so stubborn, you know, you don't even want to like pull the blanket off or if you do, or you know, when they're snoring and you hold their nose and you know, listen, all that listen, stuff where listen, you start listen. like. Just calm down. Listen, firstly, I ain't grabbing no blanket off you. <laughs> I'm not Secondly, talking about you. I ain't snoring. I'm just, <laughs> just for the record. If the shoe fits. I'm not <laughs> saying this. No, no, no. I am not saying this about my husband. I Come love him. Now. And we have a very, very Tell blessed him. marriage. Say it for the ones in the back there as well. <laughs> oh, Lord, before everyone starts thinking, let's pray for their marriage. Come on. Listen, our marriage is blessed. On, we are man. happily, happily married. Amen. Um, and enjoying all of its benefits. Amen. So back to what I was saying, though, is that I, I got to a place where I was like, no, like, I'm not going to have this marriage where, you know, you're arguing and it's like to go home and you don't even feel happy in your own home. You know, like hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. You don't, don't. What, what scripture is that? It's not a scripture. That's from. Um, it's a quote from Brother William Shakespeare. Oh, okay. But 
You want a blessed marriage. And if you receive it, type amen, because this is the year of the manifestation. This is the year when you're going to get married. Come on, it's going to come suddenly. It's going to come quickly. You're saying, Pastor Daniel's funny. What about me? So, Where are my compliments? <laughs> Sister Lisa's saying, there's different ways for a hubby to be generous. If she's in pain and asks for a back rub, the ultimate gift of love is giving yourself, even if you're tired. That's that's a good word, you what, know. Giving yourself a massage. Not yourself a massage. It says. Oh, say? but then you got some people that are really funny with feet. Are you going to start massaging your wife's feet? Are you going to start massaging your husband's feet? If they come out the shower, then it's all right, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're very funny about like hands and feet. Like the nails aren't looking nice. You ain't you you you're not going near them. Yeah, nah, I I yeah. You gotta have your, you know what I mean. Look from a man himself, ladies, go make sure you're getting your money and your petty. No, absolutely. For me, before I met Pastor Tanya, obviously I wanted a woman on woman of God. I wanted someone on fire for God, but I wanted someone who's looks after themselves. You know, nails. You know, hands well moisturized, groomed. You know, nails. That has to look nice. From you know. Why is your voice changing? <laughs> what do you mean? Your voice is like, yeah, I want to like. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you're going on about. But no, listen, at the end of the day, yeah, that Sorry, matters. Sorry, I'm you know? distracting you. It does matter. You need to be well-groomed. And men, you need to be groomed too. I don't understand why people would have like dried up hands and stuff. Like just, you <laughs> know. you not know what moisturizer No, your is. body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's only a bit of cream. Just grab a bit of cream. Just, you know what I mean? Just... Pastor Daniel said himself, it's only a bit of cream. Salvation Station said, get two blankets sorted. No, you need to have one blanket and snuggle up. Mm. See, that's where it starts. You get two blankets, then you start having a spare bedroom, and then you're not... Listen, even that, the Saying moment... That, obviously, we, we've got one duvet, but there is that, you know, that very oh, heavy... Oh, no, no, not oh, here. What do you call yeah. it? Yeah, Pazatania's got this very heavy blanket. It's, it's called a weighted blanket. It's called a weighted blanket. If, if you know, type I know. Like, if you know, you know. Who who knows what a weighted blanket is? If you it's know, type... It's not just knowing about it. This if you know listen, about it. This thing is heavy. Like, she <laughs> put this thing on the bed once, and I couldn't move. I felt like I was paralyzed. I was like... I was rebuking this blanket. I was like, get this thing off of me. What did you call I've it? I've got a nickname for that blanket. I call it heaviness. <laughs> heaviness. I, I said, listen, get <laughs> heaviness off of me. I'm calling that blanket heaviness from now on. Get that thing you, off of me, man. And I tell you, don't call listen. it heaviness. No, I will call it heavy. Get that thing. I'm not. Listen, that blanket <laughs> is heavy. Bro, listen, that blanket's <laughs> probably about five kilogram. Just the blanket. And then I told you that it's got shards of glass inside. I don't know what you were saying. All, all I know is that heaviness. Get that heaviness away, away from me. That's what I'm saying. No, listen. So. I love um, comfort. I'm a very like touchy, but only with you though. I'm not like I can't have like. People. Listen, I like comfort as well, but I don't like. <laughs> I don't no, like that heaviness. But no, but Glory back to what I'm saying. Like I need to feel like. It's squashed. <laughs> yes. No, you I, do. Be squashed. I love being squashed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, look, someone's saying 10 kg blanket. Listen, that's how it feels. Heaviness. That's what I've nicknamed that blanket heaviness. No, but it and puts I don't want you that. into So such... when you say about getting two blankets, if there's one of them is heaviness, I definitely don't want that. 
<laughs> no, it's Hallelujah. so nice though. Like it just relaxes you. You fall asleep really quickly. And then I have this weighted eye mask as well. This black weighted eye mask. So you should see me when I go to bed sometime. <laughs> you should maybe sleep under the bed, you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to stop now. But now we've got a nice comfortable bed. And, you know, but... and then we've got the heated. <laughs> that we have two d- controls on. Because I like it hot and you don't. But that's where you have to, you know, and that's another thing. We're going on marriage today. I hope you're being blessed by it. Um, Compromise. Compromise is really important um, Mm. when it comes to marriage. That sometimes if your wife wants a heavy blanket, you let her have a heavy blanket. Just don't call it heaviness. The heated thing, though, we definitely, you got your heated one. I got my heated one, and that's, do you know what yeah. I mean? I don't want to be sort of sweating overnight and stuff. I like. do like it sometimes. I wake up and it's like I've had a good sweat. <laughs> it's good. It's detoxifying. No, 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 no. Babe, stop all that. We're <laughs> live on air. You can't just. No, it's good. It's, it's okay. You could go to the steam room, though, for all that, can't you? Sauna. sauna that's Saying that, you, you, you have actually got a sauna bed, haven't you? I have got a sauna mm. bed. Yeah. I'm all into it. Come on. Got to keep that all. Oh, that's a good question. Someone said, Pastor, who says sorry first in a fight? Firstly, we don't fight. We'll have disagreements. We've never physically fought. Lord have mercy. Who's the first to say sorry? It really depends who's at fault. Often. Well, that depends on whose interpretation of who is at fault, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. Adriana is saying, very good to speak about this stuff. Partnership. What, what stuff are you talking about? The blankets? You didn't answer the question, though. What question? Who's who, sorry first? the first to say sorry? Whoever's the most gracious in that moment. Oh. <laughs> Whoever's the most spiritually mature in that no, moment. No, in all fairness, when we first got married, you were, like, always the first one to say sorry. Amen. Which it was a, it's a good strength of yours. I had a little bit of pride. I, I feel like still deal with. Yeah, but I feel like God did great things through that because even though you wouldn't like say sorry or admit it, that grace and that love of when I would it would actually convict you, wouldn't it? And then you would grow into well, I think more you would of tell a, me though of like why can't you say sorry? And then I realized I have an issue where I can't say sorry. Yeah, so then well, I sometimes to... I'll just be like, just fix this. You know, like you've got to really grow through this. Yeah. You know, you can't no, and that's just... the thing. And then I would just go to the Lord and I'd have to humbly, I had to start, I'd grit through my teeth. Sorry. Mm. And then now like I can do it. That's it, isn't it? Thank you, Jesus. To be honest, the one that just to encourage couples, the one who does say sorry first, it is the one who's more spiritually mature you know, and more gracious in that. So just, you know, it's an encouragement, you know, to be like that, you know. Hallelujah. Turning into a marriage counselling session. Um, Let's go, um, <laughs> let's scroll up just so I can see a few of these comments because you guys are, um, <clears throat> I'm laughing so hard. I have a heavy blanket. My husband actually made for me and I call it heavy. Oh, your husband made you the heavy blanket. 
Now you're starting something. Oh, bless him. He must really love you. Amen. Um, I need a weighted blanket. Oh, bless you. No, it really does help. It's really, really good to help you sleep. My wife opens the windows to cool down. Oh, bless you. It's nice to laugh. Yes. Amen. Come on. The joy of the Lord is your strength. We need the Lord's joy. Amen. Covenant agreement. Sleep under the bed. I know. How dare you? Uh, meet halfway with the blanket. Connecting from Ghana. Bless you. I have a Yeti blanket. What's a Yeti blanket? Okay, let's keep on going. No heaviness. Amen. I reject heaviness. Come on now. Amen. Heaviness oh, away with well. you. You know what's so funny though? Is every time I bring it out, we just look at each other. We just laugh. Um, it's really good to be able to laugh in your marriage, guys. Sometimes, sometimes, like if you're feeling a bit stressed, I do just start laughing and then we both laugh. Can I tell them a funny story? You know what story I'm going to share, aren't you? Not really. <laughs> I remember once, it was when we first got married, you like, I don't know, you like had a go at me. <laughs> and like, you were like, next time I want you to listen to me. And as you walked off, you like tripped over a cable. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> Not really. You do. And he's, he tripped over the cable. <laughs> and I could have stopped laughing because he was trying to tell me off. Oh, it's so funny. I always say, don't try and mess with me. You try and mess with me. My God will come for you. Listen. <clears throat> Do you sleep with socks on? That is a really good question. I cannot stand socks in the bed. The moment I feel socks, I'm just like... No, but if it's absolutely freezing, then you got to do what you have to do, isn't you've gotta it? Start rubbing your feet. It's funny. These comments are funny. You've got some people that are laughing. You've got some people, you know, you got... If you've got a religious spirit, you're probably getting annoyed. Because to the pure, everything is pure. And yeah. sorry, I do celebrate marriage. When you are in covenant, you receive the benefits of marriage. So, you know, we're not, you know, heathen that are cohabitating. We in covenant married and that's what we want for you guys too come on now and Say then you don't mean. just get married you have a blessed marriage come <laughs> on you need to be in love with each other oh have fun my, oh my, you're oh loving my. this aren't you we shall draw water joyfully from the well springs of salvation same tanya no socks nowhere yeah come on come on somebody <clears throat> Oh, this is a funny one tonight. We we do need to pray, though, isn't it, soon as well? Yes, thou shalt fulfill thy obligation to pray. We will pray. I'm single. Do you wear socks to bed? That might be why. I'm checking. My wife puts her feet on me when they are icicles. Oh, What are you laughing at? Is there any more funny ones? I'm single. Well, we pray that you will not be single anymore. Hallelujah. We pray this year is the year of the manifestation. You will meet the right one and your paths will align in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah, so look, practically, if you are, you need to be around Christian people. So, you know, get to church, find yourself a good church so you can be around some men and some women. And then, well, ladies, do your hair, dress nicely, put a bit of makeup on. Come on now. And listen, this isn't like, don't start going to, don't start going to church looking like you're going to the club, okay? 101. Mm. You're not out here looking for some guy in the world. Men are looking for wives. 
Hmm. So dress like wifey material. Don't come to church with tight dress around your big behind and showing all the lumps and bumps. Dress modestly. Dress like a woman of God that you're saving for your husband. Let your husband enjoy the benefits of you. You know, so look decent. Wear nice clothes. Be mature. um, Demure. And do your hair, makeup, look good. I don't know how to put makeup on. You're already married, so you're okay. But there's YouTube. Put a YouTube tutorial on. And again, you know, even when it comes to makeup, it's not look different. Get a little bit of mascara, just a little bit of blush, a lipstick. Because some people put so much makeup on, they look like a different person, isn't it? Yeah. And then you see their Instagram and you meet them in person and then you're like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at brother MJC's MJC's comment. (laughs) Putting paint on an old... Putting paint on an old barn never hurt anybody. (laughs) Oh, my, oh, my. Oh, gloria, Dios, hallelujah. My, oh, my. You know what? It's one of them ones, isn't it? Like, there's no harm in putting makeup on for some people. Like, you want to look presentable. You want to look professional. And, you know, but at the same time, some people go, go overboard with it. Like, you know, I've heard stories of people, like, talking to someone on Instagram, meeting them in real life, then you propose, you wake up the next morning and they look like a different person when the makeup's off. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Like, and you need to be natural as well. Because look, I'm seeing people coming in now. Some men like women without makeup too. It's not compulsory. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah look, come on. Like, look, again, we're... this is what I'm saying. Don't get religious over it. All we're saying is take pride in yourself. Listen, yeah, There's don't, no yeah, like, obviously you get people that start getting all upset. Now, they believe you have to, we're not saying that the Lord commands you to wear makeup. We're not saying that. But at the same time, your husband needs to. To, to be fair, it's, it, your husband's one thing, but it's not just about your husband. You are representing God. Like, oh, you want to look. Now. Yeah, go let on. me go a bit deeper just for the religious folks. Let me just put them in their place real quick. It's not just about doing it for your spouse. You want to look presentable. You know, Christians shouldn't be smelly. Christians shouldn't have Amen. bad breath. You're glorifying God. How many people? One of the worst mm-hmm. things in the world is when someone's evangelizing to you and all you can smell is the hot breath. Or one of the worst things in the world is when some, you know, the preacher's laying hands on you and you don't know if they're going down by the Holy Spirit or if they're going down by the by the breath. You just, you know, I mean, look, it's very important for Christians to be hygienic, to look after yourselves. I actually believe it's a bit of a red flag when people aren't even taking care of themselves. So just to go a little bit deeper, we're not saying the Lord is commanding you to wear makeup for your husband. But what we are saying it is good to let your light shine. It is good to look presentable. It is and good. the Lord, and I'm because I'm talking on women. You know, the Lord has blessed you. You've got hair. Brush it. Like, don't come on. <laughs> no, because some of you, like, I can see uh, some of the comments. Oh, it's all about inner beauty. Yes, we're not. This is the thing. Stop being religious. We're not saying. Oh, wear loads of makeup. Because listen, some girls, they wear these eyelashes and they look like they've got spiders and tarantulas on their eyes. So everything in moderation. 
We're just saying it's no harm to wear makeup. Listen, if you have been blessed where without makeup, you looking good, it's fine. At least your hair looking nice. And if you don't, makeup won't hurt you. It's just as simple as that. So anyways, before anyway. the religious police come out, let's move on to the guys. Guys, go find a barber. Go get your hair done. Make sure your beard isn't longer than my hair. Hello. Sort it out. Make sure you know what aftershave is and not too anyway. much strong aftershave. Anyway. Keep it nice and yeah. modest. We'll, we'll, we'll slowly, gently start transitioning anyway. Um, but the point we're trying to make, guys, is your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Take care of yourself. You know, glorify God. You know. Hallelujah. Anyways, glory be to God. See, in life you must smell nice. Absolutely, you should. A bit of soap won't kill you. Amen. Yeah, look, blue mascara, bushy eyebrows. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Marcus is saying, I'm a good cook pastor. My wife in <laughs> my wife enjoys. Hallelujah. Aww. You're getting the brownie points, brother, putting that public like that. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Putting mm. some men to shame. Come on, somebody. But it's true. Listen. We're just giving you some advice out here. Oh, Rebecca, you're so sweet. Tanya, you have really, you really have natural beauty. And I've always thought that. I love you. Tell me that every day. Thank you. No, no God is good. No, we thank God. No, Look, but obviously in, inner, inner yeah. beauty is beautiful because you have the prettiest people sometimes do the ugliest things. Listen. So inner no, beauty this is truth. Is, this know. is the truth. It's not just about the outside, but women of God are beautiful on the inside and then Hallelujah. you adorn yourself on the outside. The inside is what matters. Listen, <laughs> your heart. Oh my. Your heart is so important. The inward person. Oh, is so much more important. <laughs> but I'm saying I'm believing people to get married. So you either take it or you don't. But I'm believing for suddenlies. I'm believing suddenlies. <laughs> oh, my. Anyways, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Someone said, Pastor, do you cook? No, I do eat, though. Glory to God. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my. But Pastor Tanya is a phenomenal cook. Very, very good cook. Thank you. Very, very, very good cook. Oh, thank Glory you. Glory be to wow. God. Wow. Hallelujah. I feel like Hallelujah. you're going to get hit. Um, yeah, no, and I, and I really believe, I, I've, uh, as a woman, I really, really believe in the man being the head of the household. You know, I, I honor my husband as the head. He is the the head of our home, I submit to him and I submit to him happily with joy. I serve him in our home. I serve him in our marriage. And that's very important too, mm. you know, because again, take things in context. Some of you are getting so caught up. You're still on makeup. Calm down. But in marriage, you know, you need to, the roles, you have to play your roles correctly. Women, when you're trying to be the man and trying to control and, um, dominate you know it will go wrong for you that's not how god initiated or intended for um marriage to be your husband is meant to be the man of god and let him be the man of god and build him up to be that man of god speak that into him speak that over him 
He's just caught up on this. Sorry, the, these, comments. these comments are seriously making me laugh, you know. This is what happens. I think I get a bit too relaxed. Maybe I should just. Brother Byron said, Look, if a woman doesn't take care of herself, I ain't looking. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> thank I, you no thank you sorry but this is why some of you are still single oh my this is how guys think guys oh are sensual you know look the thing is though it's one, it's one of them ones isn't it it's a deeper <laughs> one obviously you want someone to be pretty presentable and you know carry themselves but we're not saying she has to be the blimming Miss World it's not about that yeah, no it's definitely not about that because modesty is beautiful exactly you know? modesty is beautiful and we are very much for that so I guess when we're talking about looking good, looking presentable, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, modesty, and, you know, you don't have to look like the world to look good, because sometimes the world actually dress terribly, you know, sorry to say. That's you true. know, you have people walking up and down, you've got men in all these pink, like, little, whatever they are. Tight bro, jeans. Tight. Listen, man, you got, you know what I mean? Skinny jeans. It's, it's one of them ones where, you know what I mean? Like, look at the world, how they're dressing. So it's not necessarily like you look like the world when we're talking about looking good. No, you, do you know what I mean? I, someone wrote, she seems bossy. <laughs> Listen, I am strong, but when it comes to my husband, I submit to my husband. He wears the trousers. I don't wear the trousers. I let him lead. So I am strong. But when it comes to my marriage, he wears the trousers. I ain't wearing no trousers. And to be honest, I don't want to wear the trousers. I love my man being a man. Because like you're saying, too many guys out there wearing their skinny jeans and all this and that. People, men aren't men anymore. And women want men. Women want men that know how to protect them. <laughs> David's put, let the trousers breathe. <laughs> and amazing. Oh, bless oh, you, man. <clears throat> yes. Ro yes. Rosaline uh, said, modesty, modestly dress yourselves, woman. Dress yourself. Woman. Yes. Good, good. Amen. We agree with you. I'm happy, acceptable and born in saying, I'm happy looking good in my Ford Grenada. Grenada. Amen. Grenada. What's that? Is that a car? Yeah, I think oh, it's okay. Ford. Yeah, well, you do. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Whatever floats the boat. Come on. No, that's powerful. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, let's just go back to that scripture we first started <laughs> off with. <laughs> <laughs> that we um, wove into. How many people have we got at the moment? Mm. 100, over 120 people. Bless okay. you guys. That means it's an upper room meeting. Okay. Romans chapter 16, verse 20 says, The God of peace will crush Satan shortly under your feet. See, the Christian shouldn't be depressed or oppressed or getting beat up by the devil, right? Satan, the only way I can describe Satan is like this. He is like that leaf that's been cut off from the branch. And that leaf is withering away and withering and withering and withering away. It's been cut off from the source of life. It's just cut off. And that's Satan. His days are numbered. He's the one that should be in confusion. He's the one that should be in derision. You know, so confusion isn't your portion as a Christian. Derision isn't your portion as a Christian. Double-mindedness isn't your portion as a Christian. And defeatism isn't your portion as a Christian. How can defeatism be part of your identity when your saviour is victorious over death? 
Defeatism shouldn't have any any part in the life of the Christian. You know, you are victorious, and Christ, he is victorious. And we start this journey off where he finished off. He finished off in victory. We continue in that victory. And we continue in that victory. Hallelujah. So the God of peace will crush Satan shortly under your feet. Now, I want to encourage you. It says your feet. It says your feet. Mark 16 verse 18 says, Believers will lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Believers will lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. I want to encourage you as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. You have the authority. You have the power. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the supernatural ability to lay hands on the sick and see the sick recover. What am I trying to say? Satan shall be crushed under your feet. Hallelujah. And when you do pray for the sick, when you do cast out devils, when you do preach the gospel, that is Satan being crushed under your feet. And it's an honor and a privilege to be used of God. It's an honor and a privilege that God would choose Christians to crush Satan. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's powerful. God, all he needs to do is flick his finger like that and say it'll be destroyed. But God is saying, no, you know, I want to humiliate that devil. I'm going to use my children. Mm. I'm going to use my son. I'm going to use my daughter. And they are going to live a victorious life over that defeated foe, the devil. Amen. It's an honor and a privilege. Wear it like a badge of honor. It's an honor and a privilege to be used by God. It's an absolute honor. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So I think let's pray and then let's definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, Quickly put your um, prayer request below. Yeah. Comment them below right now if you can. That would be great. And then we want to pray for you. Definitely. And if this has been a blessing to you tonight, let us know. We pray it has been a blessing to you. Hallelujah. Do comment your prayer request below. If you have a prayer request, it might be a sickness. It might be a negative report from the doctor. You might be believing God for supernatural provision, for a job, a breakthrough, whatever it may be. Comment that below right now as we pray. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. I see people commenting below. Amen, Brother Olivier. You are very, very welcome. Blessing, sir. Brother Byron is saying baptism in the fire of God. Amen. Hi, Melissa, Byron. Melissa is saying healing in her body. Okay. My daughter broke her leg. Sharon is saying pray for my ankle. Hallelujah. Uh, someone's saying I'm believing God for a job. Yeah, I really, really want to believe for jobs. I really want to. So this week, really believing God for <clears throat> this week suddenly is breakthrough. You know, some of you have been going through in a continuous rejection. And even when you open an email, you anticipate that it's a rejection already. We want to break that in Jesus' name. Amen. And Rebecca is believing for supernatural provision. So here's what I want us to do. I want you, Pastor Tanya, to just pray for people that need jobs. Yeah. Pray for people that need provision. Because I feel like God has been stirring your heart up this week for that exact thing. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely just release it over the people right now. Amen, definitely. Yeah, Father, we just um, come into agreement 
in Jesus' name right now. Father, for those specifically who are believing for jobs, who need financial breakthrough, um, we can pray for a financial miracle, but we want to pray for the job that will continually Amen. give you that um, income. And then I want to speak promotion and room for growth within mm. that. Um, so Father, right now, in Jesus' mighty name, as me and Pastor Daniel come together yes, in agreement, we Amen. thank you for the gift of faith, where it's supernatural faith to believe for the impossible. Because this may be impossible in the natural, but let me tell you something about the God that we serve. He is the God of the impossible. Amen. He's the God that with God, all things are made possible. Amen. All things are possible for he who believes. So you cannot doubt in your heart. That's what it says. Don't doubt in your heart. Amen. So right now, I want to come authority against fear, doubt, and unbelief. Amen. What is fear? Fear is when you believe the lie that God won't or that he can't do it. You need to believe without a shadow of doubt that my God is able. And not only is my God able, my God is willing. So Father, right now, in the name of Jesus... I call forth this job to open up right now. There is a job opening just for you. It's got your name written on it. And I speak the favor of God over you. I speak the favor of God over your CV, over wow. your application. Let me come against that lie right now. You're even thinking the color of my skin. It's because of the color of my skin. No, I break that power right now, that lie in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, irrespective of the color of your skin. You are going to walk walk in favor. You shall walk in the blessing of God. So Father, I call for jobs. I call for promotion. I call Amen. forth acceleration. I thank you, Father God, for finances to come in. And right now, Father, I thank you, Lord, that we stand on your promises. Father, as Malachi 3 says, you know, as we're tithers and as we're givers, that you will pour out such a blessing on us that we won't even have room enough to contain it. So Father, I pray for those right now believing God for jobs and I speak it done. I speak miracles that Amen. come next Wednesday. By next Wednesday, you will have a testimony on this very live stream Hallelujah. and you will say, I got a job. Amen. I agree with you. I agree. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Well, you heard it. By this time next week, you shall have a testimony. Amen. Just receive that and yeah. run with Come that. Come on, that's it. Just receive Glory it be by to faith. God. And now don't doubt. Come on, remember Mark 11 says, if you believe and you do not doubt, you will have those things that you say. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want to pray for those that have a sickness, disease or a demonic oppression right now. Yeah. So many requests have come in below for sickness, disease, and demonic oppression. Mm. So we want to come against that right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, Most High God, we come to you through the precious blood of Jesus and through the gift of righteousness. Father, right now, I pray for every single person that has typed their prayer request below. Father, I pray for them, Lord, and even as our intercessors are praying, we come into agreement to cover every single prayer request that has been commented below. And Lord, I take authority over every sickness, every disease, 
and every demonic oppression. I bind you and I render you powerless in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Lord, I pray for the very atmosphere to change in their homes right now. Lord, I pray for DNA and cells in their body and nervous systems and organs and muscles and tissues and joints to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Just receive that by faith in Jesus' name. You shall live and not die. Yeah. You shall be healed and not sick. We declare that and we confess that over your body in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and I, I just want to pray as well, even just for marriages, as we spoke mm. on marriages today. Um, we had lovely um, Sancho and Jason in Pragma Church, our second Pragma wedding yesterday. Hallelujah. So they had their civil ceremony. We'll do their official blessing later on in the year. Um, but suddenly, like, you know, God suddenly. is so good. That's the second Pragma is nearly three. How, how is it going to be this year? Three years, two years, two years. In two years, we've already Hallelujah. had two marriages. And we've got another one in September, uh, Mass and Amelia, um, and more. I speak more in Jesus' name. So I want to pray right now um, Ooh, for marriages and blessed marriages. Mm -hmm. So, Father, mm -hmm. right now in Jesus' name, Father, I thank you for your children, those who are faithfully serving you yes, and um, doing your will, Father God. You are a rewarder. Father, you are a rewarder and you're a good God. Your word says in James 1, I think 17, um, that, you know, every good and perfect gift comes from above and it comes down um, from the Father of lights, from whom there is no shadow of turning. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you give good gifts to your children. Yes, Lord. And that, Lord, if people in the world are married and even some of them are happily married, how much more for the children of God. So right now in the name of Jesus, I pray for covenant marriages. I pray for mighty men and women of God to come together Amen. for kingdom marriages that together they'll do great exploits for your kingdom. So I pray, Lord, in your perfect timing, let their parts align. And I pray even for marriages that are already taking place. I come against um, discord and disunity and just where there's like even a, an attack for the spirit of divorce. I take authority over you right now in yes, the name Lord. of Jesus. Any spirit of um, addictions that are creeping in to pornography and masturbation. I break your power right now in the name of Amen. Jesus. Any adulterous spirit, we break your power right now. Every assignment that has been set out to um, uh, create a divorce. I, I just picked that up right now. I come against that right now in Jesus' name. I take authority Amen. over the spirit of divorce that is in operation right now in Jesus' mighty name. And some of you need to be careful. If you have been counseling someone who's going through a divorce and all of a sudden you and your wife now are fighting and having these issues with each other, be very careful. Seek the Lord on if you should be counseling this person who is currently going through a divorce. I just sense that right now. Someone you're counseling, someone who's going through a divorce and now you've started arguing with your husband or your wife and you feel like you're starting to be unhappy in your own marriage. Rebuke that spirit of divorce off of your marriage in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Someone commented and they're trying to invite us to speak in West Sussex. Now, this is what I would say. You will need to head to our website, walkinglikejesus.org, and invite us through the invitation form on our website. Or you can send an email to info at walkinglikejesus.org. 
King's Church is saying, come be guest speakers at King's Church. Obviously, we don't know if you're a pastor, if you're a leader, or, you know, who's invited. Like, you got to write in, and then and everything needs to be done properly. But it'd be a joy and honor to be with you. Obviously, every invitation we prayerfully consider. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hallelujah. But it's Amen. an exciting year. We've got lots going on. Hey, I want to say this. I want to run the promotion video for an upcoming event that we have got. And this is going to be so, so powerful. Watch this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. We will see an end time harvest of souls in this nation. We're not here to promote religion. We're not here to promote some social club. We're here to lift up Jesus. Jesus still heals, Jesus still saves, and Jesus still changes lives. Hallelujah. We will see an end is happening this summer you do not want to miss this it is going to be such a phenomenal event i'm so looking forward to it number three four no four four hallelujah it's the fourth tent revival it's the fifth week long event we've done wow. and yes yeah, it's, it's gonna be phenomenal so exciting yeah. so book your tickets book accommodation let your friends know we've got friends traveling in from America, Europe. It's going to be powerful. And everyone carries such a unique anointing and gifting. We really believe it's it's going to be phenomenal. Amen. Definitely. So for those that do wish to register and get hold of a ticket for the Tent Revival, you head over to www.tentrevival.co.uk tentrevival.co.uk we've got international evangelists and you know certain key people that the Lord is using right now you don't want to miss it it's not for one night two night three night but eight nights consecutive why because we believe that it's time for a shift in the nation so extended services really brings a shift doesn't it so absolutely yeah. and there's one thing being in a meeting for one day and then you go home to be honest you can get changed but when you're in something for you know eight consecutive days you cannot remain the same every single temp meeting we do i'm changed Amen. and people are like you're on fire for god you're confident you're this yeah i, I need more i want more you know, sorry, but when you really taste and see that the Lord is good, you've you've realized I've only just touched the surface. Like we're we're scratching surface level. I want I want to go and I don't want to go ankle deep, knee deep. Like I, I want to be fully immersed. I want to be all that God is calling me to be. And the only way that I can really be whom God is calling me to be to its fullness is by being in these types of meetings under the Amen. anointing, under the teaching, you know, just being hungry. Listen, even, you know, when you come to Pragma Church, you know, you can't just come of, you know, trying to work everything out in your head. You, the moment you walk in, you have to switch off and just press in and receive from God. So whilst I'm saying that, church on Sunday, Pragma Church is where it's at. Honestly, Hallelujah. Pragma is going to another level. This is a new Glory. season. This is the year of the manifestation. We are hearing of breakthroughs testimonies miracles healings 
Mm. It's happening. Amen. So we'll see you there. And people are commenting saying, can you come to Canada? Now, again, we're very, very open to come. It just all needs to be done the right way. So contact us through our website. Someone's asking if we're coming to Virginia. Someone saying, Lord, shift them to southwest London. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we may come for a visit. Glory to God. But um, yeah, Pray the Lord's will be done. Amen. So look, this is what I'm going to say right now. You know, amen. Byron saying it reminds him of Jack Coe, A.A. Allen. Well, this is it. It's an old school anointing in, you know. So, well, it's an old school methodology with a fresh anointing. God is doing something fresh. Joanna is saying tent revival is powerful. Absolutely do not miss the tent revival this year. You know, I want to see some of you register. It is going to be special. And if you want to serve, there's one thing you can. Yeah, you can come. But it's another thing um, to actually be there. And rather than being a spectator, being a partaker. And when you serve, there's such a greater blessing and anointing that comes upon you. So if you want to serve, do contact us at info at walkinglikejesus.org. And we've got so many departments that are available to serve in. And this is us serving the nation. We are coming to serve our nation. So if that's something you want to do, let us know. Absolutely. And obviously, we've got the tent revival coming up. We've also got Trafalgar Square Outreach yeah. coming up, which is a national outreach. Yeah. Where we've got a permit with Greater London Authority. We're going to have a stage in Trafalgar Square. Then we're also ministering in Southampton, Finland, various places in London. And, you know, God is doing so, so much. Souls are being saved, you know. I mean, the list goes on and on. I feel like only when we get to heaven, we'll truly see the impact. But then there's television as well. And the TV ministry is actually going into prisons. It's going in, reaching the unreached. So God is really reaching multitudes right now. He's really reaching multitudes. So there are many of you watching and you may wish to support and so into these events. You may wish to support what God is doing in the ministry And, uh, you know, it would only be right for us to give you an opportunity to sow into what the Lord is doing because you're sowing into eternity. You might have a little physical substance, that coin, that money, whatever. As you're giving it, it's translating into spiritual substance, building the kingdom of God. So I want to strongly encourage you to support the work that the Lord is doing. You know, if you want to touch on that and just encourage the people to stand with us. Definitely, definitely. Everyone who's watching, I want to encourage you in partnership. Partnership is so powerful and it's so important that you heard, like Pastor Daniel said, we are reaching the multitudes. And, you know, if it's 10 pounds a month, 25 pounds a month, some of you run businesses, so you can actually tithe from your business into evangelistic ministries. And I really believe evangelistic ministries are good soil to sow into. And we are believing God for revival in the UK. We are here. We're on the forefront plowing in the UK. We're believing God for a great harvest of souls and you may not be able to come. You may not be able to be at Pragma. You may just watch online. But financially, you partnering into what we do. We pray for our partners. We bless them. We pray the same anointing that is on us will come upon our partners. So there's a special blessing that comes upon you as you so tangibly financially into this soil, into this ministry that we're sowing into revival. And like what you said, eternally, when we stand before him on that day, 
a lot of you have, you know, stuff that you sew into your phones and you, you give into all this other stuff that bears no fruit. You know, we can't be so carnally minded. So what are we giving into that or is eternal? What are we tangibly investing in? So the soil you sow into is so important. Let me tell you something about Walking Like Jesus Ministries. Yeah. And I'm not just saying this because this is our ministry. Yes, God has given us this mandate. We head this up. Um, but Walking Like Jesus Ministries is pioneering in the UK for evangelism, Amen. for soul winning with the tent revivals. Listen, Trafalgar Square, Walking Like Jesus is God is about to expand its horizons. It's expanding its spheres of influence. It's, it, the Lord is extending her arms now for greater influence. And now is a great opportunity for you. We are giving you the opportunity that when you stand before him on that day, you can say, I had a part to play in that. I was with them. I sent them out there. I sent them into Pakistan. I sent them out into Ethiopia. I sent them out into America. I sent the gospel into Finland. As we go into Finland in May, we're taking a team out with us. We're believing God for revival. It's going to be spread into the Amen. Finnish airwaves. It, it, it's unending. It's going out into prisons. We have Amen. teams tangibly going into prisons. So listen, I could go on, but Hallelujah. I'm just sharing with you the soil this is. This isn't some, we're in four walls of the church and help us grow. No, everything that gets put in goes straight back out into souls, winning the lost at any Amen. cost. We're raising evangelists in our house. Pragma Church is on the brink of a mighty move of God. Let me tell you, Amen. I can't go into that right now, but we're on the brink of a mighty move of God. So just want to encourage you, do Absolutely. what the Lord leads you to do today. But partnership, monthly partnership is so powerful. Absolutely. And for those that wish to give an offering today or a gift today, I want to say this, you know, you are making a significant difference in eternity, into the lives of people. You are helping the ministry go further. You're helping the gospel go further. You're helping the proclamation of Jesus Christ go further. So I want to encourage every one of you to give today if you can. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. you know. And you can do that by heading over to www.walkinglikejesus.org slash giving. You know, some of you have may- maybe have never tithed. You know, you've maybe never tithed 10% of your salary. You've never maybe even given God his bit concerning money. And you don't want to just give anywhere. You don't just want to give to a ministry that's just saving it all up. You don't want to give to somewhere that's just not actively winning souls. You know, there are people that have businesses, right? But if your business is not attached to soul winning, then it's just an earthly empire. It's just another monument that will one day fade away. If you attach that business to souls and soul winning, you're truly glorifying God. So I encourage people to, when they give, yes, give personally, but even give from your business. If you've got a ministry, tithe out of that ministry to other ministries. It's so, so important. Important and and God will bless your business as well. Absolutely. So we just want to encourage you as you do so. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you a few moments to give you an opportunity to give. You can literally give via your device. You can head over to the website on your phone and put the bank details in that way, or you could do it on your desktop or whatever. So we're just going to give you a few moments to do that. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. 
Well, thank you to everyone that has supported and that is considering to give to the ministry. I really, really appreciate that. And most importantly, it's for God. It's for the work of the ministry. So we pray that that will be a blessing to you. So I just want to pray for everyone that has given today. Father, I just pray for every generous heart, every heart that is empowered for souls to be saved. Lord, as they've given today, may it really be a blessing into soul winning, into missions, and may that seed... May that monetary gift, Lord, may it count for eternity. And I also pray that those that have given and are putting the kingdom first, Lord, may they see no lack in their life. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ and God's people said, Amen. 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 So, yeah, thank you all. Don't miss the upcoming events coming up. Thank you to everyone that's given today. I'll see your comments, Brother Jordan, Brother Olivier, everyone that's commented saying it's good soil, etc., mercy, and so forth. I've just seen a comment by David Persuade. Is this real? Why do I keep listening after listening to John MacArthur and Justin Peterson? And- I'm starting to go towards cessationism because so many faith. So, David, I think this is what you're saying. Is this real? Why do I keep listening, listening to us after you listen to John MacArthur and that? This is what I'm going to say. Look, there is fake and there are extremes in every denomination and in every stream. Okay. I don't agree with the MacArthur's and the way they come against charismatics because they just say tongues is gibberish and that's not true. And you have to be very careful because that which they can be calling demonic could be the Holy Spirit. The scripture says do not blaspheme the Holy Spirit. That's an unpardonable sin. So, you know, there are some truths in reformed theologians and so forth. But I will say this, you know, some people get so excited to be part of this group and that group. But, you know, John MacArthur, they're not giving books out for free. Their conferences aren't for free. You better believe that. (laughs) So, you know, I I just want to encourage you in saying this, my brother, that You're saying you're starting to go to cessationism, but cessationists believe that the gifts of the Spirit have ceased with the apostles. And I want to say this, that's a lie from the pit of hell. The gifts of the Spirit have not ceased. They are still in operation. And if you want to join a group that doesn't believe in the gifts of the Spirit, then if that's what floats your boat, my friends, that's what floats your boat. But I know the gifts of the Spirit are real. I know the moving of the Holy Ghost is real. And I'm unashamed of that. You know, so yes, there are fakes, but there's fakes in everything. You know, your barber is probably fake, but you still go get your hair cut. You know, at the end of the day, there's fakes everywhere. And then when it comes to the kingdom, yes, there are extremes, but that's where you eat the meat and you spit the bones out. Hallelujah. So bless you. Thank you, Pinky, for the super chat. Blessings to you, Pinky, all the way from Dubai. Blessings, love and grace to you all. Well, what a joy and honor it has been you know, to be on tonight. It's been nice to really, I guess, have time with yourself, with the viewers and just have a nice little chat. I love the word of God. I'll be honest, guys, the word of God sustains me. And there are times when I go through stuff and I thank God for the gift of tongues. Because there are times when I can quote all the scripture I want. (laughs) I can pray all I want. But then sometimes I just need to pray out in the Holy Ghost and edification comes, you know, and you can't argue that. 
You know, there is power in the name of Jesus. And we've Absolutely. seen it. You can't tell us that God doesn't heal. You can't tell no, us on. that this, the gifts of the spirit have ceased. We've seen the hand of God. We've Amen. seen that we've worked and operated in the gift of faith. We've operated in the um, working of miracles, you know, healings, the interpretation of tongues, prophecy, words of knowledge. And I love it. I love the moving of the Holy Spirit, and I have loved tonight. It's been so Amen. powerful. It's been a special one, absolutely. You need both the Word and the Spirit, you know, and one of the most powerful spiritual gifts is the discerning of spirits. Hey. So if a cessationist believes that the gifts of the Spirit ceased with the apostles, guess what? They're disqualifying themselves from being a candidate to receive the discerning of spirits you know the discerning of spirits is a supernatural gift that will give you download from heaven to see the difference not necessarily between that which is true or that and that which is untrue but the difference between that which is true and that which is really true the discerning of spirits is a cutting edge spiritual gift listen the discerning of spirits will show you from a mile off before someone's betrayed you. Listen, they might come up to you to give you a nice big hug, a nice little huggy, but they've got a knife in their hand. And they're gonna, before they've done that, the discerning of spirits, God will speak to you in a dream. God will give you download. God will give you an inkling, you know, and he'll protect you. But you cannot say the gift of the spirit of seas for the apostles. You know, obviously many people are agreeing with us. You know, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people that, go into cessationism and reformed theology is because they've been hurt by the church. I'm just going to tell you as it is. Yeah. And hurt people just want to hang out with more hurt people. I'm not talking about every reformed theologian. I'm sure some just love the dexterity of the word of God and they love studying it in certain ways. You know, I actually enjoy apologetics from time to time. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean I agree with every single person, every single thing that the speaker is saying but you eat the meat you spit the bones out but you know when people are coming and speakers are saying you know praying in tongues is demonic i'm not listening to that person i'm not coming into agreement with that spirit i'm just telling you as it is and you know the joke of it is the i think if i'm correct the point that that comment came in was when we were actually giving people an opportunity to give and partner into the ministry and it's like you get so religious it's a religious spirit um about money but you say you follow you know people like John MacArthur, these guys are filthy rich. Like these guys are walking in abundant money, yet you don't have a problem with that. And then you've got people who operate in the gifts of spirit who don't even do that. So, you know, it's, it's like all about groups. It's all about little clans, you know, just because obviously John MacArthur, he sort of speaks out and speaks against, but yeah, he, he it's all about clans. Oh, I'm part of this clan. I'm part of that clan. Bro, if you want to be part of that, you can be part of that. But, you know, they can come and show us what they've got and we'll show them what we've got. The power of God is real. If there's a sick person there. I'm not going to be praying, Lord, is it your will for this person to be healed? No. Who even prays like that? Bro, that's not humility. That's false humility. Because when I look at the early church in the book of Acts, 
Silver and gold have I none, but what I do have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That's how they prayed. You're either going to pray like the Church of England, or you're going to pray like the church in the book of Acts. You're either going to pray like your little groupy clan because everyone's licking each other's wounds and now you want to pray like them, or you're going to do what the early church did. And I believe the power of God is for today, the fire of God is for today, all nine gifts of the Spirit are in operation today. All nine of them. You've got the free revealing gifts, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirit. You've got the free speaking gifts, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy. Then you've got the free power gifts, the working of miracles, healings, and the gift of faith. And I believe now more than ever before, with everything going on around us, we need the gifts of faith, the gift of faith and all the other eight gifts of the Spirit in operation. And listen, just because you've tasted a little bit of the fake doesn't mean that the truth isn't real and the truth isn't out there. You know, as a matter of fact, I believe Satan brings such controversy and division because tongues carry so much power. And Satan's mindset is if I can get a group of Christians to believe that tongues isn't for today. Some Christians are saying tongues are demonic. Remember some Pharisees said to Jesus, he's casting demons out through other demons. Remember that? So I just want to say this right now, that when you are carrying the spirit of the living God, power will follow you. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. That word power in the original Greek is dunamis. The same word we get supernatural power, miraculous power, explosive power. So yeah, you know, so hallelujah, glory be to God. So I just want to encourage someone and I just want to encourage you. This isn't about your groupie. This isn't about your clan. This isn't about you hanging around with hurt Christians so everyone can do licky licky and you lick my wounds and I then I lick your wounds. This isn't about that. This is about growing up spiritually. Just because the healing didn't manifest in the first five minutes doesn't mean you change the doctrine. Jesus is still the healer. Whether that healing manifests in five seconds or five months, Jesus is still the healer. And I come across many theologians and many cessationists that actually say this. They actually say, you know what? Oh, all these charismatics and Pentecostals and spirit-filled people, they are like you know, twisting the word of God to make it what they sound like. But really, in reality, it's a lot of these reformed theologians and cessationists that just because they haven't experienced the power of God, they are saying, oh, well, maybe it's not for today. Well, let me tell you this. Just because you haven't experienced the power of God doesn't mean the word does not work. God's word is God's word. The Holy Ghost is still the Holy Ghost. The scripture is still the scripture. And whether you've experienced it or not doesn't mean it's not true. Are you listening to me? Come on, if you agree with me, say amen. I'm unashamed to be spirit filled. I'm unashamed to be blood washed. I'm unashamed to be a tongue talker. I'm unashamed to be someone who's baptized who's baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm unashamed of it. You know, a lot of these sort of cessationists, there is, a lot of it is pride, you know. Let me just tell you straight. A lot of it is puffed up knowledge. A lot of it is, oh, I know more scripture than you. A lot of it is, oh, I know more of the Bible than you. Okay, you can have your 10 shiny certificates. You can have your free peace suit. But when a demon turns up in your face, what are you going to do? 
You can have your shiny certificates. You can have your free piece suit and you can have your two-piece chicken and chips. When the demon turns up in your face, my friend, what are you going to do? Are you going to say, oh, spiritual authority is not for today? Are you going to say healing is not for today? What if a close family member of yours gets cancer? Are you going to say, oh, it's God's will that they're suffering? Come on. You can't walk through a cancer ward or an intensive care unit and tell me that our heavenly father is putting them through that pain. You can't tell me that. The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and life more abundantly. You know, when people want perfect theology, this is what I say. Perfect theology is found in Jesus. Did Jesus go around putting sickness on people? Or did Jesus go around removing sickness? Come on. Hello? Did Jesus go around putting devils on people or did he go around casting devils? So don't tell me that sickness is from God. Don't tell me that demonic oppression is from God. That's a doctrine of devils. Come on. Hello? Perfect theology is found in the person of Jesus. So if Jesus didn't put sickness on someone and Jesus removed sicknesses of people then that is to tell me that the one I follow, the one who it says is the author and finisher of my faith, he is the one I'm going to follow, he is the one I'm going to believe, and he is the one that is my Lord and Saviour. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If I, if I could drop this mic right now, I would drop it, but I'm not going to. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Listen. So, You try to come around Pragma Church with your doctrine of devils, our pastor will come and shimmy you out. Listen, if if you want to debate, if if someone wants to debate with me, I'll I'll happily have a debate with someone. And I'll be real with you. Get ready for a nice little battle because you won't win. I'm just going to tell you right now. You won't win. Because what people don't realize about us, we aren't actually those Christians that are just flaky and Holy Spirit. Oh, I've got a nice little goosebump. Oh, look, there's a nice little feather over there. Oh, gold. We are actually quite radical concerning the word. We don't really play around. So we love the moving of the spirit, but we actually love the word of God as well. You know, and Smith Wigglesworth said that those that come together with the word and the spirit, they will see a move of God. David is saying it's the Benny Hens, Copelands, T.D. Jakes, Todd Whites that put you off. Yes, I am filled, but sadly I've had doubts. Listen, David, look, come and visit us. I'm happy to have a chat with you. Come and visit us. Come visit us at Pragma Church and I'll have a, have a chat with you. No minister's going to be perfect, my friend. But I'll tell you who is perfect, Jesus. Just keep your trust in him and you want to get around the right people that have the right balance. Because you don't want to throw out the baby with the dirty bathwater or the dirty bathwater with the baby. You don't want to just throw out the whole thing when there's truth within that. Amen. But anyways, hallelujah. Glory to God. We shall end this broadcast here. And um, yeah, but yeah, but glory be to God. Anyway, we love you all. It's been a joy and an honor to be on with you all today. And God is so good. And again, a special thank you to everyone that has given into the mission and into the soul winning and into the ministry. And yeah. No, we love you all. Amen. Don't deny the power. Amen, Charmaine. Don't deny the power. The word of God stands forever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just looking at a few of these comments. Uh, 
Edgemo saying, Jesus has come to remove all our sickness. Amen. That's a good question. If I haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, does that mean my prayers carry no weight? No, it doesn't mean that. You know, listen, being baptized in the Holy Spirit and operating in the gifts of the Spirit doesn't make you a better Christian, but it can make you a more powerful Christian. Yeah. So it's not to say God loves you less. It's not to say God isn't listening to your prayers. It's not to say you can't be close to God. But it is saying that you can have a greater impact if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hallelujah. And also, you know, when you're born again, what happens? The Spirit of God comes and makes his home in you. So it's the power working in you. So you need to know the authority that you carry. And like Pastor Daniel said, it's so true. You know, just because you maybe not, um, maybe you don't pray in tongues. It's, it's about that indwelling experience. That it's just the case of, you know, you can have greater authority. You can have greater power. You can have a greater um encounter with the lord but that doesn't hinder your prayers though necessarily because mm -hmm. you know god loves us and as you know children of god you know when you pray according to his will in the name of jesus Amen. you know you will see your and be encouraged you know it's not a salvation issue yeah. you know whether you pray in tongues whether you don't you know the primary foundation of our faith is the blood of Jesus, the cross and the resurrection. And through repentance of sin, we believe in Christ. And then we want to be empowered by his spirit to live a life that glorifies God. Amen. But you want to pray in tongues. Honestly, honestly, praying in tongues is such a powerful weapon. It is such a blessing to your walk with the Lord. You know, you pray mysteries and it edifies you. There are Amen. times you can go through stuff, mental battles, and you can pray it out in the Holy Ghost. Um, so it really does give you that um, power from on high. So if you're questioning, do my prayers get answered? If I'm not, it's, it sounds like you're trying to work it out too much in your head. Come out your head, let go. Just come undone before the Father. Father loves you and he gives good gifts to his children and he gives you the gift of speaking in tongues. So you will get it. Just ask him tonight and God will get it to you. Amen. We bless you guys. Amen. We could answer all your questions all night. We love it. We love your <laughs> questions. Please, you know. Well, this is what Wednesdays are all about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. So join in every Wednesday. Put an alarm clock on. Bless you all. Kwaku is saying gifts are given by God only. Yes, the Bible says the Holy Spirit's gifts are his and he operates in them as he wills. Brother David Solomon just put in a beautiful scripture just then. Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. 1 Corinthians 14, 39. Beautiful. David McClembro is saying speak truth from the word of God and the truth always wins. Amen. Amen. We love Glory you be to God. Bless Hallelujah. Well, we love you all. Be blessed. And we look forward to seeing you on Sunday, Pragma Church. Yeah. And if you can't come there, YouTube channel, Pragma Church. Facebook channel, Pragma Church. It's going to be a phenomenal service. If not, we shall see you on Wednesday. God bless you all. Good night. Good morning. Wherever you are, we bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a joy to bring you the Word of God in the comfort of your home. Why don't you comment below, click like, subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can be made aware of future content. Thank you for joining us today.